in a world where jobs are how most people make money. One man, one desire, one challenge dares to break the mold. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where we don't work for money. Money works for us. Coming soon, viewer discretion advised. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manassero. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network. I'm your host, Bill Manassero, and this is the show where 50 plusers and anyone else who wants to join us gets a solid, no sales pitch real estate investing advice to help generate real cash flow. This podcast airs twice weekly on Mondays and Fridays, and if you aren't already a subscriber, go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, type in Old Dogs, spelled D A W G S, find our podcast, and subscribe. Well, we have a great show for you today. Uh, we're, we've got kind of an international-focused show. Um, you know, we love real estate and we love real estate investing, but uh, how many of us are actually investing outside of the U.S. or Canada, wherever you may be located? Um, this is what we're going to be talking about today. We're, we're actually meeting with uh, Evie Brooks, and uh, Evie is a, a former Rich Dad, Poor Dad advanced trainer, so she knows about real estate, real estate educator, investor, and uh, she has a company here called My Panama Vacation Realty, and she's the founder for that uh, organization, and she's guided thousands of investors for 24 plus years through the process of locating, evaluating, and analyzing transactions for cash flow and ROI. And we're talking offshore here. Uh, EV has been a keynote speaker and trainer in 13 plus countries and 30 plus states in the United States. Brooks' work has been featured on numerous podcasts, uh, real estate focused podcasts, and is uh, well known in, in radio and, and stages all around. Uh, uh, so uh, we'd like to welcome Evie here to our show. Thank you. I'm honored to be with you today. Oh, well, this uh, this is neat. Uh, this is an area I, I really love. I know that there's a our, our audience, which are, our target audience is 50 uh, plus, there's people 50 years of age, uh, either approaching retirement or already in retirement. So they're, you know, they're thinking a lot about, uh, you know, um, you know, where, where to invest, uh, maybe even where to live. And uh, so I think you can probably give us great, uh, great information on, on both there. But uh, first, you know, if you can, our, our audience really loves to find out about your background and who you are. Maybe you can just kind of uh, give us your story. Well, um, I did start out in real estate right out of college, and that was by, by default. I had not planned to do that. It just happened. And um, I believe in a higher power that was guiding my steps because I've never looked back. 
And this is my passion and it's my love. Um, I started in corporate America in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, in commercial real estate management and asset management. And I stayed there for a very short period of time for four years. And I realized I was sitting on the wrong side of the desk, Bill, and decided that uh, that path was not for me. It was greener on the other side of the desk and I was going to go out on my own. I did. I went out as an investor and I have never looked back. In a nutshell, there's a lot that goes in between that, but that's how I got my start in real estate and investing. And it's just been a whirlwind of a career. God, that's exciting. And and how did you uh, get in with the, uh, the Rich Dad uh, Poor Dad organization? Well, I had been investing for oh, over 10 years and I had a friend that contacted me that was actually teaching with them and said, you need to come over and take a look at this. It is a magnificent opportunity. The options and opportunities that you get exposed to, the people that you meet, it's a great lifestyle on the road. It's just wonderful. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> but but um, I, um, he continued to pursue me and he said, like, just come look one weekend, just come to one advanced training course and then tell me what you think. Well, of course, I sit in that class in the back of the room knowing without a question of a doubt that I could teach that class better than that instructor could. And so I needed to be in front of the room and the instructor needed to be in the class. <laughs> so I did. I started teaching with them and stayed there until 2014. June of 2014 was the last time I taught with Rich Dad. And at that point, I was already in Panama, Central America. I had gotten to Panama via... Costa Rica, which is where I was teaching international real estate investing with the Rich Dad organization. And um, when the market crashed in 2008, um, so did Costa Rica, but Panama did not. But I held on and held on and held on till 2012, thinking that it would come back. Well, it didn't during that time. And so I finally said, enough of this. I'm out. I sold it off for pennies on the dollar, uh, the investments that we had in Costa Rica. And then I jumped over to Panama and I have not slowed down since my feet hit the ground. Wow. So, so you actually lived in these countries that uh, mainly like Panama. Yeah, are yes. you still in Panama or are you between? Oh, yes. I, I have a home in Panama, Central America. I also had a home in Costa Rica when I was over in that market. Wow. Um, but um, I do not have anything in Costa Rica any longer at this time. I moved everything over to Panama and that's where all of my international holdings are at this time. Wow. Are you in Panama right now? I am not. I am going to be going down shortly, but I am actually at my home base in Atlanta, Georgia, outside of Atlanta. Oh, great. Well, that's a beautiful place, too. Um, man, but, but I'll tell you, it's growing at leaps and bounds. Uh, it's insane. <laughs> it's absolutely. Uh, it's, yeah. It's probably a, a, a relief, you know, relax, you know, just to go to, uh, you know, go to Panama and just to be able to, you know, kick off your shoes and walk in the sand. <laughs> so. Well, actually, um, I live out on Lake Lanier. And um, so it's away from a, some of the hustle and bustle, but way up here north of Atlanta, it's becoming a part of the, you know, uh, suburban, you know, outlying areas of, of Atlanta, what used to be really country is no longer country. It's becoming a part of the city. Wow. Wow. Are you still an active investor? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. In fact, I've been out looking for the last week, uh, searching for some incredible, wonderful deals in the panhandle of Florida 
Um, and I can tell you, there are none right now. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody planning on a trip there, cancel your flights. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going there to, if you're going there to invest, it's just not the right time. Oh man! Now, I mean, there's some places that, uh, at least I've been hearing from other guests, that uh, are still uh, seem to be pretty hot right now, like Jacksonville, uh, Tampa. Um, you know, uh, it, that northern area there, but not not really on the Panhandle for the most part. Oh, wow. It's out of control. Just ridiculous. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah properties that were selling for $750,000 three years ago are selling for one and a half million now. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's just th- this, this bubble, uh, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, you wonder how long this, this can go on. Um, exactly. How long can this keep going? Right. Wow. Well, um, I want to hear all about, you know, this uh, investing in Panama and and what, uh, why Panama? I've actually got some friends living there, so I I know that it's just a beautiful, beautiful place. What even brought you to Central America? Well, what brought me there was the Rich Dad opportunity to teach internationally with the expats. And that was really our niche market back in the day. Now that's not our number one niche market. It's still part of our market, no doubt. But um, the with the pandemic, pandemic and everything that's happened with that, it's more of a plan B, safety net kind of investing now. Um, get your money out of your home country, whether you're from you know the United States or Canada or Israel or at, uh, Australia. It doesn't matter. But um, that's how I got into the international market was to, to with the Rich Dad organization teaching in Costa Rica the international um, way for expats. And typically our market is the 50 plus age group. And so this is exactly the market that has always been our strong niche market um, until this whole pandemic happened. And now I would say it's in the second place or the third place of people that's looking to invest internationally. But um, that's how I ended up in, in Central America. Interesting. That's and and it's just it, it's got to be beautiful there. I haven't been there, and uh, my wife and I have been talking about it for years. But uh, we lived in Haiti for a while. We lived there for twelve years. But it's not Central America. That's for sure. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It's much. It's a really, really incredible place. And and what are what are I mean the the advantages of investing there? Just off the top of your head. Well, the reason that when I left Costa Rica and I said I'll never do other countries that are tourism countries is because uh, Costa Rica was a tourism only country. And in the big crash of 2008, those countries really suffered and some of them have not even recovered to this day. But um, the country of Panama, tourism falls in the fifth or sixth place as far as Uh, revenue and GDP and whatnot in the country where the Panama Canal, of course, is, you know, is and what has been number one. But now the Cobra Copper Mines is projected to bring in more revenue into Panama in the next 40 years than the Panama Canal itself. Really? I didn't realize that. Yeah. So when you add those two things together, then you add the the world of construction, um, the growth of the demand of people coming into the the market now they've even passed a new law that's opening up more doors where um, you're not going to be taxed on um, 
your capital gains in crypto investments. And so people are now starting to look to look at Panama as a place to go in and do their crypto investing. Um, so, I mean, they keep doing all kinds of things. They have all kinds of incentives and, and perks and benefits for uh, major corporations from around the world to bring their operations into Panama. Um, and so, I mean, there's just so many things that drive that economy which after 2008, from 2010 until the pandemic in 2020, the GDP ranged uh, between six and 11 plus percent with an average of, you know, six and a half, seven and a half percent over those 10 years. Um, so that is why Panama. Panama has so much going for it, so many options and opportunities, uh, uh, an incredible visa program to get residencies or uh, citizenship. So there's just many, many reasons. The cost of living is less expensive. It's beautiful. The tropical um, paradise type of weather year round. I mean, there's just many reasons. Wow. And, and where, where does agriculture fall in terms of GDP? Um as far as the GDP, it, agriculture was not a big component of what was going on from Costa Rica originally. And it's still not huge, but they're working on expanding and, and building that. We got involved with the organic um, agricultural down there. Uh, that's one of our projects and products that we work in um, because of the ground being so fertile. You can grow anything. I don't care how black your thumb is. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there's just so much demand for food. Um, the majority of if I, when I say majority, over 85 percent of what's grown in Panama stays in Panama wow. um, because there's just not enough. Um, a big, big portion of the, the food that comes into Panama has to be imported in to feed the country. Right. And so uh, farming is a big, big push, not only for, um, you know, the farmers in Panama, but for the government as well. And they've really put a lot of focus into that and, and will continue to do so for the years to come. That's great. They anticipate in probably about six or seven years that they will start exporting to other countries. Wow, that's excellent. Um, now, you'd mentioned, you know, though we're not necessarily, you know, you know, talking about this part of it, but uh, I, I think it's very interesting. There may be a lot of people listening that are thinking, gee, I would love to relocate down there and, you know, enjoy my retirement and, and you know, and the beautiful beaches and the, and the you know, the countryside and all the, the, you know, the things that Panama has to offer. But you were talking about sort of the visa process and, and uh, how, how, is, how involved is that if somebody wants to relocate from the U.S.? It's very simple. It's very easy. First of all, you don't even have to have a, any kind of a visa to go visit for 90 to 180 days. The first 90, you have the ability to drive. If you stay more than 90 days, you cannot drive on your passport. Um, but you can start the visa, the, uh, the visa process for a residency. And you can get a residency, di different, different programs. There's all kinds of different programs from investor visas to uh, forestry visas to agricultural visas. Um, and it depends on which one, that you, the pensionata visa. There's many different visas. Uh, they're they're going to cost you somewhere between $5,000 and $15,000 to get them. If you do the investment visa, um, you can invest $300,000 and get your, your visa just from the investment that you do. Um, and it's very simple and very easy, very quick. We, we help our clients 
our pro our company and our program is like a to z everything from getting your dog or cat here to uh, getting your visa to finding the power team that you need to accomplish whatever you need to finding your commercial space if you want to start your own business to whatever um, helping you furnish your your new home or condo or apartment to help you finding that to finding a rental whatever it is that you're looking for that's what we do. Um, our specialty is helping people that want to either become an expat, have a second home, a retirement home, a vacation home, or just diversify their investments. Okay, that's great. So, if you are an investor and and you buy, you know, a few a few properties and and maybe that reach that three hundred thousand threshold, then uh, you could you know you could live there part of the year, uh, six months out of the year, or, or whatever you would choose. You can live there full time. Yeah. You can give up your, your citizenship in, in your home country if you want and become a citizen in Panama. I mean, and, and there's just a lot of people that's doing a lot of different things for, for tax purposes or just, you know, a number of different reasons. Yeah, that's that's great. Well, let's let's talk real estate. Um, what, what kind of opportunities are there for um, investors? There's everything. Now, I am I will tell you, Bill, I am a leverage dirt girl. Um, I love dirt and I love leverage Um, and there's not a right or wrong, but I always want to own the dirt number one. And I always want to leverage to the hilt because um, my exposure is less um, and I'm able to build my portfolio to a multi-million dollar policy uh, portfolio where is if I had to pay cash for everything I was purchasing, I would have nowhere near the size of portfolio. And so that benefits you in a number of different ways. If you've got, one property that you pay, let's say $250,000 for in cash, or you take that same $250,000 and you put 20% down, you can have five $250,000 properties. So you've got a $1.25 uh, um, million dollar portfolio that if you just have a nominal appreciation of 5%, well, you've got 5% on $1.250,000 versus $250,000. Not to mention that you've got five properties that you can cash flow versus one. And um, not to mention, we teach how to buy right. In other words, we never pay full retail price for anything. And that's my program is was created and designed when I came into Panama in 2012 to structure with the developers that we work with who have been vetted thoroughly to be able to put together a program for my clientele that is exclusive to us. They can't find it on the internet. They can't go out and walk into the sales office and find it where they're able to purchase at 10 to 25% below the suggested retail fair market value. And so you walk into an equity position, you, you have a cash flow position, you have forced appreciation in many of the cases because we do a lot of mid-construction projects, projects that are already under construction, but just midway through the process. We just focus on bottom line, return on investment, cash flow for our investors. And that's, that's you know, how the whole program was designed. And so um, those are the things that we look for is what is the return on investment and how can we leverage? Now, a lot of people come to me and say, I'm old school. I believe in paying cash. I just rather pay cash. Well, like I said, there's not a right or wrong. That's what's right for them. But what I do like to do is sit down with every single individual client and look at what their goals are at a five-year basis and back into today to see, number one, if it's even the right thing for them. And number two, um, what do they want to, to do to accomplish where they're wanting to go ultimately? 
Now you've been there a while, so I'm sure you've seen a, a lot of lot of change and growth go on. Um, what what uh, what about the real estate market? I mean, is it is it is it you know appreciating faster than uh, you know than other area, other countries around there, or um, is it you know it's got sort of a modest uh, you know slow and steady kind of uh, appreciation? Slow and steady for the turtle. That's awesome. So we don't have the craziness that we are seeing here in the United States, like in Florida right now. First of all, let me give you a comparison. The, the um, units that I was looking at last week down in um, uh, Gulf Shores or Orange Beach, Alabama, which is on the Panhandle, just outside of Panama City, Florida, that are selling for one and a half million dollars. You could buy a, a property of same like type size, everything as far as finishes, quality, all that for about $450,000 versus one and a half million. So that's the first thing. Second thing, um, and then compared to like Miami, New York, Montreal, uh, Ottawa, or um, Toronto, uh, Los Angeles, you're looking at that same quality of uh, property for in the neighborhood of two to $3 million um, compared to what you will purchase for half a million dollars in Panama. Now, of course, there's a lot of properties that's less expensive. You can get, um, you know, a, a $200,000 oceanfront condo in Panama. Where else can you find that? Um, now, it's not going to be the high-end marble finishes for floors and bathroom walls and, you know, all of that type of stuff. But um, $200,000 for an oceanfront condo is amazing. That's amazing. But... Um, there's just so many opportunities, whether you're buying on leverage, you're looking for developer financing. That's one thing that I've created is a developer financing program because so many people got hurt in 2008. When I started this program in 2020, a lot of people could not go to the bank and get financing because of what had happened in 2008. But yet they know they want to invest. They've got cash, but they just can't get financing. Well, in Panama, all you have to do through our program is put down a down payment of 10%, 20%, or 30%, depending on how far along a building is. If it's completely finished, it's going to be 20% or 30%. And you take delivery of that property and then you start making money on it. I can do a, a complete transaction within 24 to 48 hours with somebody side and scene, which we did more side and scene business over COVID than I've ever done in my entire life. Wow. Um, People just running scared of what was going on. Uh, are there lockdowns in their country or the the money grab that their country government was doing or is doing or will be doing? You know, there's just been a number of different reasons for that. And so it's been uh, quite enlightening to watch to watch things unfold over the last two and a half years since this whole COVID situation started. Um, but that's that's in a nutshell, you know, some of the some of the understandings of why Panama and than what the opportunities are. Great. And and how's the government there? Wonderful. It's it's a it's a democracy. Um, and they're very much about live and let live. Um, they're not um, overbearing. They're not controlling. Um, now they did have to put some pretty st- t- tight restraints on activity and movement during COVID because y- you know you've got everybody all combined in a small city where 80% of the population's right in Panama City and it's all high-rise towers for the most part. And, you know, anybody goes anywhere, there could be spread of the, you know, the, the virus. And so during that, they, they did have to restrain. You would have every other day people, you know, could go and come and go to grocery store and, you know, different things. But they had to, they had to restrict it so that, you know, they could control the virus because it did get out of hand to initially. 
Right. And, and how is the medical care? Oh, medical care is great. There's a uh, what, I, what we refer to as the Johns Hopkins Hospital. I mean, uh, the American Hospital is a Johns Hopkins affiliated hospital, and there's two of those in the city. Wow. Um, so, yeah, the, the medical care, the bedside manners of the doctors there are far and above anything I've ever experienced in the United States. Now, are there, are there people that are buying, you know, multiple properties there um, as uh, rentals or short, uh, you know, maybe short, short-term rentals? Um, what 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 are people buying? Uh, and and you know, from your experience, the people that want to maybe invest quite a bit down there. I, I have a combination of a lot of different structures and strategies. I have people that come in and buy eight, ten. 15 different units. Um, some of them are pre-construction, mid-construction, get in, get out, short term. Some of them are government subsidized housing guaranteed programs at 11% return. Um, some of them are short term and or long term rentals. And many of our clients are just people that's wanting to purchase you know, properties for themselves, not to be used as a rental. So um, you've got everything across the whole board. Right. And um, are, are people getting good returns on those investments? Um, they're really good. It depends on number one, the building that you're in, the geographic location that you're in and the developer that you work with. So you really got to know what you're doing. Um, but I have one particular project that we're working with now, same developer I've been working with for four years, um, where they have and did have through COVID over 90% occupancy on short-term rentals. Um, now that was not the case across the board and most of your buildings in Panama did not do that. But um, this is a just a magnificent project. I work with, um, you know, the, you know, Fendi projects and the Armani projects and the U projects and a lot of big name type of projects uh, that um, people recognize and that people want to be a part of. And so you have had everything from, you know, very bad rental results to extremely great rental results. That's why you've got to be sure that you associate with somebody that knows the market and can help guide you to make sure that you're not making a mistake. I think that'd be really, really uh, important. Know some, you know, know somebody that really knows the market. And uh, what would you say some of the biggest mistakes people make that are uh, investing in, in Panama market? The biggest mistake, and it always is, is a DIY uh, or a DIY type of a mentality. I'm going to do it myself, do it yourself um, concept. I'm going to go down there and figure it out. Well, people spend 10, 15, $20,000 to figure it out. And then they've already, you know, they're going to get the education one way or the other bill. And, um, and so I've told, you know, everybody, look, why not let somebody help guide you and lead you in the direction to prevent you the time, which is money, um, and spending money in areas like, um, for example, legal counsel. You go down there. You want to. You want to set up a bank account. You want to get your visa. You want to um, become a resident. You want to um, set up a, a corporation in Panama. People end up paying two, three, four, five times what they should pay. Um, and we've already vetted all that. We've got the right attorneys. I've gone through 10 attorneys in, in since 2012 in 10 years. Wow. And the reason is, is I've told every one of them, if, if I catch you one time, you do not get a second shot. No three strikes. You're out one time. You're out. If I catch you with one of my clients that I send over to you, taking advantage of the situation and not charging them the flat rate that you have provided to me, you're done. And I've had to go through nine attorneys. 
because wow. it has happened Man. nine times. That, that that power team and and making sure that somebody's got your back is really really important to not be able to be taken advantage of because people see us coming and it's like oh it's a gringo dollar signs that's what they see dollar signs and so um we've we've gone in ahead of of our clientele to be able to put all this in a place to prevent that from happening that's great that's great um how about the financial environment people do have if they're going to finance their properties they're going to have to do it locally right they do. Um, and honestly, the finance of the properties in the Panama market is not um, an area that we really encourage or promote. It takes five, six months. Number one, most developers are not going to wait that long for you to, you know, to, to, to get a loan. Um, the interest rates are substantially high for expats. Um, you, it's harder than getting a mortgage in the United States. That's why the developer financing program that we've put together is one and done. You sign the contract, you send the wire transfer, you're in, done, end of story. Um, and the interest rates are lower than what the banks charge. Now, everybody says, well, why would a developer do that? And why would they sell it below their, their suggested retail price? Well, because of the amount of business that we bring to the table for these developers, when they start a new project, we'll kick it off for them. But they'll only give us 5 to 7% of the entire building to be able to sell through this program. Because of course, it wouldn't do them any good to sell across the board to everybody at these kind of prices or even to our clients. So we only get a limited supply in every project that we do. Like right now, we've got 13 or 14 projects that we're, you know, we're promoting. And these are all developers that I have invested with and projects that I'm either in or I'm invested with the developer. And I will not recommend any project to anyone that I would not invest in myself. And what about, you know, a real estate that, that doesn't require development, um, either, you know, rehab or um, or ground up construction? Uh, do you also deal with that? We really ground up construction for with the developers, the, the high rise stuff, because here's our market. Mainly people that are coming in that are going to be working there short term, six months or a year. Uh, they're bringing their family. They're coming for vacation, short term, one week to one month to two months, or investors that are coming down to find property that they want to invest in themselves. And with all of those, you don't have people that want to be out in a single family home in a remote area. They want to be where the action is. They want to be near the city, which everything pretty much now is is high rises in the city, unless you're willing to pay three or four million dollars for a lot, because land is very scarce and very valuable inside the Panama Canal, which is the city of Panama from the airport over to the Panama Canal. The um, investors are pretty much all going in, you know, like these condos that have the amenities, all of the, you know, activities and things like that, because that's what really the rental market is that people are looking for that come in. So if you want to have, you know, a high occupancy rate in the rental market, even if you're going to live there for six months and rent it for six months, you've got to be in a desirable location. Gotcha. And and what would you say is a, a success story that you could share that uh, shows, you know, when you do something right, how, how profitable it can be? Well, um, I will tell you, uh, I have many clients that have been in and out and back in. We call it packing the pipeline. And the goal is whether you're looking for short-term, mid-term, long-term, or legacy investments. And all of those have a, um, a, a guideline, if you will. Short-term to us is 18 months to three years, in and out, profit in hand. And we have deals that um, make about anywhere from 8 to 11 12% per year 
in those types of scenarios. Um, midterm is three years to five years. Long term is five to 10. And then legacy, of course, is I want to buy it, hold it, reap the rewards from it from a cash flow perspective and leave it to my heirs. And we have projects in all of those categories. And so um, I have many clients that have, have done, you know, one deal to start with and they get in, they get out and they've made a good return on the investment and then they get in two more or they get in three or four. And as they roll out, they'll take that money and they'll roll it back into the pipeline again and they'll come out and they'll do double what they had done. And so over the years, we've got clients that have been with us since the day that I got there and even clients have been with me since I was in Costa Rica and that have just followed me throughout the years that continue to do deals year after year after year. That's great. That's great. Our audience are, are folks that are 50 years of age and, and older and they're, you know, they're looking for ways to, you know, to one, you know, to enjoy their retirement years. So either they want to generate cash flow and, um, you know, be able to do the things they want to do, or, or maybe, you know, they want to create a legacy they can hand down. Um, uh, what what advice would you have for folks like that that uh, may be looking at opportunities in in Panama as a as a, you know a possibility to be able to supplement that re that retirement? Well, there's many there's many different things, and like I said, it really is going to vary from person to person. That's why I love what I do so much because I don't have one day that's like the one before. Um, sitting down with individual people and, and going through, you know, what their goals and their desires are as far as their real estate portfolio and what they're looking to do with that portfolio is a very um, individualized type of a s situation. But most of the time, people that are in the 50, 55 plus range that's starting to prepare for retirement, looking how they can enjoy their retirement, as well as have a safety net, if you will, um, getting your funds off offshore is, is a huge thing right now. In fact, that I hear, that's what I hear more every day than anything else. I want to protect what I've worked so hard for. I want to get it somewhere where it's safe and no one can come take it away. Um, or just I wake up one morning and my, you know, my account's been emptied or cut in half, like uh, back in 2008 with the stocks and the um, bonds and all those types of things. It depends on what the individual is looking for, but like if they're just looking for um, personally a retirement home that they can utilize six months out of the year and rent the other six months, that's a great avenue. Um, the, the property pretty much will pay for itself for them even staying there for three to six months. Depends on the property and the location. Um, all the way to the individuals that are wanting to take, let's say, a quarter of a million dollars or half a million dollars and put that into projects. It's just going to return an investment, some short term, some midterm, some long term, some legacy. And we put together a whole plan that will accomplish all of those goals. So it just depends on the individual person, what they're wanting to accomplish. Great, great. Now, you've, you've been down there for a while. It looks like uh, you're, you're going gangbusters right now. Um, what, uh, what's sort of your, your, your term, uh, you know, sort of long-term plan um, yeah, for your company? And, and uh, you know, are you ever looking at retirement? <laughs> I will never retire. Bill. I, will, I will probably drop doing a deal. <laughs> uh, I love it. <laughs> well, I, I'm not. I'm not the one that can sit around and twiddle my thumbs or play golf or bridge. Um, I do like to take a little time and go to the beach and uh, you know go out on the water and boat a little bit. But I mean, a day or two of that, and I'm good. 
Um, <laughs> um, but, but just like I, this was supposed to be vacation this last week and I was out looking at real estate four days out of the seven I was there. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's just, that's just my nature. I love doing what I do and it's just a long-term plan for me. I will do this because my work is my play. And so um, Panama is absolutely the best market I have ever participated in or been in. And I think that opportunity is like what Singapore was back in the day. Now, Singapore is so expensive. You can't afford to you can't afford to invest in Singapore anymore. But because it was a port city that was on, you know, on the move and growing and blowing, I think. Um, Panama is what I would call little Singapore and the, the future looks very bright for Panama to move in the same directions. And what we're paying, let's say $250, $350 a square foot for right now, um, I anticipate it's going to have the same type of uh, growth that you'll see in Singapore at some point. Now, I don't know if it'll be in my lifetime or not, but um, I mean, Singapore's cost per square foot is off the charts. I mean, we're talking about in the thousands per square mm-hmm. foot. Um and just the stuff I was looking at last week in Panama City, Florida and, and Orange Beach, Florida, and those areas, $600, $700, $800 a square foot. So when you're talking about $250, $350 a square foot with ocean views and ocean front, I mean, where else can you get into properties like that? So um, I think there's a lot of growth opportunity. I can sit at home now since COVID and do my business in Atlanta, Georgia, just as well as if I'm, if I'm in Panama. I've got a team in Panama, so I've got boots on the ground there. And when we have clients, we pick them up at the airport and we show them around and we do everything. And if I'm there, I'm with them. And if I'm not there, then one of my staff members is, is there with them and I do Zoom calls with them. So it's just, it's incredible. That's great. And, and what are airfares like right now to Panama? Um, they range. It depends on the, the, where you're flying from, number one, and uh, the, the airline that you're, you're flying in on. But through COVID until now, you're typically looking at in the neighborhood of 400 to $700 round trip. Right. That sounds about right. Yeah. That's uh, it's, it's exciting. What, what, what excites you about your business in the future? Just more of the same, continuing what we're doing. I'm an educator. And I really realized that when I started teaching with Rich Dad, I had no idea how much I loved teaching. And that's what we do. We teach people. I don't care if somebody comes in, if they're looking to purchase or not. I don't care. Um, I, if, if I can help somebody learn how to be more successful in doing their real estate investing, um, then I've accomplished my goal. That's my passion. And as a result of that, we do a lot of business and it's just a, it's, it's kind of a, uh, just a, by the way, kind of thing from, you know, the education that we do. I have a boots on the ground, uh, three day seminar. It's not actually a seminar. It's literally boots on the ground. It's a bus tour of showing people the country, the culture, the government, what's going on, taking them to the agricultural farms, letting them see different projects and pro- uh, properties from everything from, you know, putting a shovel in the ground all the way to properties that have been in existence for, for 10 years and teaching strategies. What are the strategies that would go with each one of these different types of projects? And that three days, literally, people come away from that saying, I've been in 10 different real estate trainings. I've spent $50,000 on real estate education. And I learned more in this three days than I've ever learned in all that combined. And that's, that's where I get my joy. Um, it's a passion. And that's what I absolutely love. 
Uh, that's neat. That's uh, really neat. That what a blast to go down there and uh, you know get get the uh, first class tour of the country, and then at the same time learn about real estate. Wow, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I love it. Well, we have been zip zipping by here on our time, and uh, we're uh, approaching our what we call our wrap it up session, where I ask you a series of quick questions about resources that have been of value to you, and uh, hopefully they'll be of value to those listening as well. So if you're ready. Do you want to uh, wrap it up? Okay, let's do it. All right. Uh, start uh, out with favorite real estate book. <laughs> yeah, that's a no-brainer. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. I figured it was good. Or one of his books, right? <laughs> well, I, I'm going to tell you, that, that book for anybody looking to learn real estate and the mentality of the four quadrants is absolutely eye-opening for people that don't really know about investing in real estate and understanding the different four quadrants and, and investing. But I will tell you, Garrett Sutton has also got a yes. series of books out. He is uh, the asset protection attorney that is on the board of directors with the Rich Dad Group. We have spoken and, and talked together side by side through the years. He is my attorney. He does all of my structure for my assets for all of my different entities that hold real estate. And all of his books are really, really good. Just the whole series. He's got a number of different books, Garrett Sutton. And so those those would be my absolute best, favorite, most recommended real estate books. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. He's also, uh, he, he does the same thing for me. And he's been a guest on, on our show here. Good, oh, great, okay. Great guy. Great guy. Very good. Very good. How about just a general business book that's uh, meant something to you? Oh, my goodness. There's so many. Um I don't know which one. Um, probably, um, it, it falls not really in so much of a business perspective, but it actually really is. It's The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Oh, yeah. Great book. Great book. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. How, how about a, a website that you use as a regular part of your business that you're, you know, you're always tapping into? Well, um, <laughs> Zillow. <laughs> I use Zillow for everything, but um, also um, I know this is off of the real estate topic, but the the crypto websites. I am constantly watching what's going on with that because we've got so many people that not only uh, utilize uh, investments into crypto, but they're using their crypto profits for real estate investing. A yes. lot of my clients have done real estate investing with us because of the funds that they've made through the crypto. Oh, and so funny. I do spend a lot of time on those crypto sites. Are you an investor? I absolutely am. <laughs> oh, of course you gotta be. You, you know, <laughs> easy, easy to get hooked there. <laughs> I, I have been in it since 2017 and I've done very well. Oh, that's excellent. Um, how about a favorite app on your phone? Um, WhatsApp. No question about it. Oh, yeah. For international especially, right? Yes. With international and I have traveled all over the world, that website has been more beneficial for me for continuing to, to do business and to communicate and to stay in contact with people that otherwise I wouldn't be able to communicate with from Israel to Australia to Australia to you name it, South Africa. And it, so that's been actually my favorite. That is my favorite app. That's excellent. Uh, how about a favorite quote? Yeah, the money's made in the buy, not the sell. That would be my favorite quote. There you go. There you go. That's a good one. Um, and then this one, which is you got to really be creative on. If you lost absolutely everything, all of your assets, and you had to start over, knowing what you already know 
and you only had $1,000 in cash, what would you do to relaunch your real estate business? Oh, that's so easy. I teach this. So that one's, <laughs> that, that one's easy. Um, I can take the knowledge that I have, and you can too, and you can drop me anywhere in the world. And as long as there's dirt, wherever I land, I can rebuild my portfolio. And if I had a whole thousand dollars to work with, I'm really set. <laughs> <laughs> well, get specific. What, like, what would you do with that thousand dollars? I could go out and leverage to be able to get me uh, started on a piece of uh, a property investment. I don't care how small it is and start learning to, to trade up from that into another project, into another project. I'm telling you, real estate, if you have the knowledge, you don't need the money. You can go out um, and find angel investors, all kinds of different hard money lenders, whatever. If you've got the knowledge, you can go back, back out and build that real estate portfolio. And uh, I can say that from experience because I've had to do it. Uh, I love it. I love it. And I've, I've had a lot of people on this show, you know, that had absolutely nothing. And, uh, you know, they started uh, maybe in wholesaling or whatever it was. And uh, you know, create an empire. So, uh, yeah, that uh, I, I agree with you 100 percent on that one. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of folks that are listening that uh, want to find out more about you, what you do. Um, you know, I don't know if you list properties on your website or whatever, but uh, um, you know that, uh, that you know just would like to maybe even get in contact with you. What's the best way for folks to do that? Well, um, on uh, I have two websites. One is just my working website and one is um, go in. Uh, there's a little short video, opt in, put the information and I'll schedule a free consultation with you for two 15 minute calls to kind of see where you are. What are you looking for? Give you a homework assignment on the first one. Come back with the second one and and evaluate, you know, the information that you have put together for me. See if this is something that really is for you that you're really interested in. Um, that's Evie Brooks, Panama. Evie, E-V-I-E, Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S, Panama.com. And um, I'm actually in the process of updating that video and, and a lot of the information right now. We've been so busy, so, so busy through all of this since COVID has started. I have not had time to go back and update the information. So it's a little bit outdated, but if you'll put your information in, we'll schedule that um, private consultation and uh, see if this might be something that you would really be interested in that was is right for you and your portfolio. And the other one is MyPanamaVacationRealty.com. I do not list properties. Now, you will see a lot of our rental projects on there um, under the rentals, um, but we don't list properties. We're not a real estate agency or a real estate broker. Um, we are a real estate educator and relocation uh, specialist. So that's, uh, we don't actually list properties because our projects are, you know, we may have a project for a week or we may have a project for six months. And when our allotment is gone, they're gone. And then we move to a new project, a new opportunity. That's great. That's great. Man, you're just, you're going gangbusters there in Panama. It's uh, exciting stuff. Yeah, wow. it really is. Well, uh, gosh, I, I cannot thank you enough uh, for being on. This, is, this has been fantastic information, a lot of good, solid, tangible stuff that people can take home with them. I can tell you're an instructor, uh, and you definitely have that, that skill set. Um, thank you. Also, I appreciate you can talk fast, too. You can get a, fit, a lot of information in a, in a short little interview here. So, I have uh, to. <laughs> <laughs> and the Georgia accent makes it even funner, you know. <laughs> 
But uh, you know, you do know this. This is uh, we have one last thing we're going to ask you to do here, if you don't mind, and uh, that is we were called the Old Dogs REI Network, and uh, we uh, always ask our guests to close us out with their best old hound dog howls. Now I know. George has a lot of hound dogs, you know, so I know you have experience from there. <laughs> now, I don't know, Panama, what, what the dog situation is, but I'm sure you can come up with a good howl. All right, Bill. You know what? You're you're very, very fortunate because I am a Georgia Bulldog, W-A-W-G, uh, <laughs> um, and so I'm going to have to give you the Georgia dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> that'll otherwise, work <laughs> otherwise i don't know that i can do that <laughs> <That'll Get on>. <laughs> work. <laughs> i love it i love it well thank you so much for being on evie this has been wonderful well thank you for having me i really do appreciate it uh well we appreciate your coming on and i also want to thank all our old dog listeners out there too for joining us i know there's a lot of other things you could be doing but the fact that you've taken the time to join us means a lot and we really appreciate it now please note everything that evie has talked about uh since uh since we started here is going to be outlined in detail okay with links included in our detailed show notes on the old dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog and just look for the episode with Evie Brooks. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.